on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm your host, Connor Autry, and I'm ecstatic to get into our bump and stump of the week. Our bump of the week was originally created in the true spirit of sport. We wanted to give it to athletes that performed well and people that truly make a difference inside our athletic community. None do more so than Adam Moody and the 11-day power play. Now, our bump of the week, this one's absolutely huge. We're joined here by Adam Moody, former captain of St. Andrews College Hockey. You might know that program. Guys like Warren Fogle, Dylan Sakira, and a bunch of others went on to the Kingston Voyagers of the OJHL and then to Skidmore College. Now is lighting it up in sales, but the man is taking place, is partaking, pardon me, in the 11-day power play, the world's longest hockey game in efforts to raise money for cancer research in Buffalo. That's where Moods is currently located. Moody, how are you doing today, number one? And number two, what got you into the 11-day power play? Essentially, we're playing hockey for 11 days straight. Um, four hours on, four hours off, six hours on, six hours off. It'll be 40 individuals, uh, 20 on each team, and we're just going to be basically taking subs on and off the ice. And when I say 40 individuals, it's not, I am the youngest guy by, you know, a good chunk. And, and these guys are just normal men who, in, you know, one way or another, have been affected by cancer in their life. Uh, rather, family members, you know, wives, grandmothers, sons. It's it's really it's really amazing. So, Moots, obviously, a lot of people have been affected by cancer, as you said. Me, myself, I lost a grandmother. Currently, have another yeah. grandmother fighting it. What made you want to partake in this in this great great cause? My aunt that I lived with when I played in Kingston with the Voyagers. Uh, I lived with her for two and a half, three years. She actually died from spine cancer. Now I'm selling spine uh, medical devices, which is crazy. And my boss did the original 11-day power play, which the record got beat by a team in Calgary. Who, who, you know, so we're trying to keep keep beating these records that are that they're both are amazing accomplishments. But so my aunt ended up passing away from cancer. So this is really a full full circle thing. She never missed a single hockey game. She supported me my entire time. My biggest cheerleader, but my 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 hardest um, critique. And she was always really hard on me, and she would tell me as it was so, you know if I didn't play well she would tell me I didn't play well and, and then when I you know when I played well she was there and, and always there for every game until she couldn't really make it to the rink anymore with her with their illness for all the people that are donating for the people that want to watch because it sounds like it's gonna be an awesome time is there a way that we can all watch online or whatnot yeah yeah they're gonna be streaming the entire event um, it's there's it's it, there's a scorekeeper for all 11 days there's refs all 11 days it's a real game that keeps score um, I would suggest watching the, you know, the middle section. I can't see the pace of play being too fast, but um, I would definitely tune in. I think on the last day, there's a huge ceremony and whatnot. We kind of pass around the, the big, I think it's a keg, it's a Stanley Cup or whatever, whatever it will be. Even if you don't have anything to donate, that's no worries. Just listening and, and clicking the page and seeing what's up is, uh, it's more than enough just to, you know, be a part of it in some way. Well, Moody, we hope you put on a great performance for your aunt. On the, on behalf of us here at Sports Tree on our team, we're going to put $250 behind your name. All right, folks, if you want to check that out right now, we're going to continue with the show, but it's www.11daypowerplay.com. That's Adam Moody. He gets our bump of the week. He's participating in a great cause and literally putting his body on the line. One last question. 
Is that keg at the end full? Because you're going to need the carb load. <laughs> yeah, I believe it is. Well, uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of beers going around, champagne, wine. We'll see. Whatever. We'll see if I'm, I'm still if I'm still awake by then. But I think we'll be uh, celebrating. All right, Moody. Thank you so much for your time today, yep. folks. It's the 11 Day Power Play. That's Adam Moody. I'm Connor Roundtree. Thanks for joining. Getting into our stump of the week now, that has to go to Paulo Costa. This guy comes into fight week where he's supposed to fight at middleweight, 185 pounds, weighing 211 pounds. Then he tries to blame his opponent and get him to come up and fight him and just forget about the fact that he's a professional athlete. And here's a fun fact for all you folks at home. He's pulled out of two previous fights. One of them was due to the fact he was getting a hair transplant. The man can't make weight. He disrespects his opponents. He disrespects the sport. And quite frankly, how unprofessional can you be? Coming in 20 pounds overweight, that's like showing up 20 minutes late for a work meeting that you've had six months to prepare for. Like, doy. While he is a stump, folks, his reckoning will come on Saturday night, and that brings us into our three biggest sporting events of the week. Coming in at number three this week, folks, on Trees 3, we just talked about Paolo Costa. He's headlining the card against Marvin the Italian Dream Vittori. And before we break down that main event, we're going to take a look at my 10 favorite fights across the entirety of this card, starting things out on the prelim car. It's Jai Herbert versus Kama Worthy. Worthy is always a knockout threat, but his chin just isn't there anymore. He's been knocked out twice inside of two minutes in his last two octagon appearances. Jai Herbert has some decent boxing and a reach advantage. I like him to outpoint Worthy and knock him out come Saturday. Up next, folks, is Maria Oliveira versus Tabitha Ritchie. And I love Maria Oliveira, and I only have one question to ask. Why the heck is she an underdog? She trains with the likes of Jessica Andrade. She's a bigger, stronger girl with a reach advantage. Ritchie isn't on the same level of martial arts, and it's that simple. Give me Maria Oliveira in the upset victory. Up next, folks, where I like Oliveira as an underdog, I like John Young Park in his pick'em fight against Gregory Rodriguez. I like Park because he's the more consistent threat that's fought the better competition. He has the wrestling advantage in my book, securing 11 takedowns across his last three fights. Rodriguez is solid, but I like Park to win this fight, put a pace on Rodriguez that will simply drown him as the fight goes on. Take Park via decision of victory. Up next, folks, it's Jeff Molina versus Daniel Da Silva, and Jeff Molina is UFC quality. Well, Daniel Da Silva, well, quite literally is not. Molina has great boxing, and he's got a solid ground game, and he's got Coach James Krause in his corner, the best head coach in all of mixed martial arts for my dollar, so you know he's going to have an excellent game plan going in, and I like Molina to execute that game plan and knock out Da Silva come Saturday night. Lavina Souza versus Randa Marcos is one of those fights where I have to ask, why is this a pick'em? Souza is the better fighter than Marcos. Marcos has lost four consecutive fights and has a record of 10 and 12. 10 wins to 12 losses and she's supposed to be fighting in the premier championship of the world. Come Saturday, give me Souza to retire Marcos in the fight and retire her from the UFC. Transferring our attention over to the main card now, it's Nikolai Negmoreno versus Ike Villanueva, and I like Negmoreno in this fight. Now, I'm going to win it quite easily. Villanueva is 37 years old. He's past his prime. Negmoreno is only 27. I like him to use his 5-inch reach advantage to outstrike and stay behind his jab and pick Villanueva apart. Make sure you take Nikolai in that one. As for Alex Caceres versus Sung Yu Choi, Sung Yu Choi is a world champion Muay Thai striker. Alex Caceres is a striker that loves to stay on his feet, so I like this fight to stay on its feet, and that makes me love Sung Woo Choi in this one. I'll say it again, world champion 
Muay Thai striker. Both these guys average over 12 minutes of octagon time per fight, so I like this fight to go over one and a half rounds, but make sure you take some Choi for the victory. Between Jessica Rose Clark and Jocelyn Edwards, I like Jocelyn Edwards in this one. She's gone the distance in both her UFC appearances and lands over four significant strikes per minute. Jessica Rose Clark is the favorite in this fight and has seen four out of her five UFC fights go the distance. She also lands over four significant strikes per minute as well. Edwards is the longer woman and eight years the younger than Clark. I like Edwards to win this fight, but make sure you take the over one and a half rounds. As I said, I like the underdog Edwards and the over one and a half rounds. A co-main event, folks, is an easy one to pick. It's Grant Dawson versus Ricky Glenn. Dawson is undefeated inside the UFC's octagon. He averages nearly three and a half takedowns per 15 minutes of octagon time. Grant Dawson is five years younger than Ricky Glenn on top of that and the more explosive fighter that has more paths to victory. We saw Glenn get taken down six times against Benz Bermudez. I like Dawson to secure the takedown and rain down the ground and pound. Dawson has three finishes in his last four fights. I like him to make it four or five come Saturday. As for our main event, folks, we talked about it earlier. It's Paulo Costa versus Marvin Vittori. Originally, this fight was booked at 185 pounds, a contender fight. Then Paulo Costa couldn't make weight, tried to bait Marvin Vittori up to 195. Okay, they signed the deal. And now it's at 205 pounds, a full 20 pounds heavier than this fight was supposed to be. Vittoria has secured 15 takedowns across his last two fights and took Israel Asanya down and took him to distance. Costa has only entered the third round just once in his career and he's going to be carrying around all that weight, so I don't expect his cardio to be all that great. Yes, that muscle mass has resulted in four knockouts across five UFC wins, but Vittoria is the more proven fighter with a proven chin that he can eat some heavy shots. I like Vittoria to take the fight to Costa, put the pace on him, and finish him late with some ground and pound. Vittoria has the reach, has the speed, and is the more complete MMA fighter and will have a more complete approach going into this fight. He'll simply outclass Costa as the fight goes on. As long as he can avoid those hellish Costa right hands early, I like Marvin Vittori to beat up on this inflated balloon animal that was our stump of the week. Take the Italian dream, Marvin Vittori. Coming in number two this week, folks, on Trees 3 is the United States Grand Prix that is firing on all cylinders from the Lone Star State. And so are the Silver Arrows. Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton finished 1-2 respectively throughout the first round of practice, and they have a pretty good track record, no pun intended, at the American Grand Prix. It was the 2019 US Grand Prix where Lewis Hamilton secured his sixth world championship, a race in which Valtteri Bottas won. However, Lewis Hamilton is the most successful driver at Austin with five wins in eight appearances. With that in mind, I think it's fair to say that the Silver Arrows are the duo to watch of the weekend. With just six races remaining on the F1 circuit this season, I like Lewis Hamilton to edge ever closer to Max Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship, and I like Mercedes to take a firm grip to hold the Constructs' Championship come Sunday. Take the Silver Arrows for the podium finish here in Austin at the American Grand Prix. Coming at number one, folks, this weekend on Trees 3 are our five favorite NFL picks to look out for. For more NFL content, make sure you tune into this week's edition of the Bear Down Breakdown. But we're going to get this all started off with the Panthers visiting the Giants. And while the Panthers have yet to win a game without Christian McCaffrey this season, Sam Darnold's return to MetLife could be the much-needed spark the Panthers need. Sam Darnold had a passer rating of 90-plus in each of his first three games, and the Panthers won all three. Since then, the Panthers have gone 0-3, and he's had a sub-90 passer rating. In those games, Darnold has lost. He's been getting sacked like no tomorrow, averaging four sacks against per game since week four, the most in the NFL. In contrast, the Giants are in the bottom 10 in QB rating allowed and yards per attempt. I like the good Sam Darnold to show up on Sunday at his old home and make a statement Panthers win on the road. 
The Jets visit the Patriots come Sunday at 1 p.m. in Foxborough, and the future of the AFC East will be on display as Zach Wilson and Mac Jones duel it out come Sunday. I have to give the edge to the Mac Daddy in this one. He has the highest completion percentage and passer rating amongst rookie QBs this season and is the only one with more touchdowns than interceptions. Zach Wilson has been sacked at least once per game this season, and rookie starting QBs are 0-12 on the road versus the Patriots in the Bill Belichick era. The Pats were able to force four turnovers against Zach Wilson and the Jets earlier in the season. I like them to cruise the victory at home come Sunday. The Washington football team visits the Green Bay Packers come Sunday, and the Green Bay Packers should win this game fairly easily as long as they execute. They have the better team through and through on paper and have way more X-Factors. Washington has allowed 30-plus points in four straight games. Aaron Rodgers will eat that defense alive come Sunday. Up next, folks, we're going to take a look at the Falcons and the Dolphins and what is the toilet bowl of the week. Well, the Falcons' D isn't up to snuff yet again this season. Tua is not the guy that's going to outgunsling Matt Ryan. Matty Ice is thrown for 10 touchdowns and 3 interceptions this season with a passer rating over 97. In contrast, Miami has put up 20 points just once this season and is the only team in the NFL to rank in the bottom 5 in offensive scoring and defensive scoring, allowing 29.5 points against per game and scoring just 16 0.5 points per game this season. Well, I don't trust either of these teams. I know Matt Ryan is 2-1 in his last three games with a QB rating over 110 with eight touchdowns to no interceptions. Give me Matty Ice on a Sunday. The Cincinnati Bengals visit the Baltimore Ravens in what could be the premier game of the afternoon slate. The Ravens are riding a five-game win streak and Lamar Jackson leads the NFL in rush yards per attempt at over six. He's also got 5-0 against the Bengals through his career and has taken that next step in developing as a passing quarterback. Well, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the rest of that Bengals pass attack has been effective as heck this season. The Ravens have allowed 200 pass yards in just three out of their last four games, so I like them to clamp down on Joe Burrow and make this a tough game. In Baltimore, give me the Ravens at home. Getting into our trivia question on this week's edition of Trees 3 to get you in to win a pair of MLS or NBA tickets to see your favorite team play live. Folks, we're not kidding about that. We just handed out a pair of tickets to our NFL show winner, the Bear Down Breakdown. She's off to go see the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football against the New England Patriots, courtesy of us here on Sports Street. So make sure you answer this question. Who is the driver that is tied with Lewis Hamilton for the most F1 World Championships? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com right now. Hit sign up or subscribe. And remember, an upgrading your subscription is an upgrading your chances to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one.